What is going on guys? It is your boy TKD once here back at Plays and Source. This is of course Road to PS5, the weekly podcast series about any and all things PS5 as we head towards the release of the PlayStation 5. And with me of course, my luxurious co-host, D-Ragday. How are you doing good sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I am I'm doing fantastic, my boy. I'm doing I'm doing just fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Uh I just got a Best Buy notification not not too long ago this morning that my dual sense is arriving today Ooh. it's being shipped by ups but there is no tracking information yet on that i'm a little bit scared from that point that i don't have any tracking information but it is hypothetically being delivered by a ups driver so it'll be here so, eventually eventually today yeah i gotta leave for work in like three hours so it might be here when i get home from work but we're, we're just going to have to see. You know what I'm saying? I just hope they put it, like, behind an archway on my patio, you know, and not, like, right on the front door, you know? Yeah. I, I, I hate when they do that. I really do, you know? I feel like if I was a, if I was a, like, Death Stranding delivery boy, you know what I'm saying, with a baby on my chest, right? You know what I'm saying? I would, like, do my best to hide the package if I'm going to leave it on the patio. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Like, still visible to a person that lives there, but not visible to someone that's looking at the patio necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so no. it's just not, like, you know, for those that are less morally inclined, it's not tempting to just pick up PS5 controller and walk. Because I mean, if, if there's yeah. no one there, who's going to stop you? Mm. 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 These are the questions, you know, as I set my coffee. These are the questions, but... Of course, you can catch us out here on YouTube.com says Place Hidden Source as well as your, your favorite podcast service every Sunday by hitting the anchor link down below to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast service or by just searching Place Hidden Source Podcast Feed. To support the show, you can, of course, like and subscribe as well as become a member of the channel by hitting the join button or the link in the description. The Prince tier and the King tier are $1 and $5 respectively, giving you access to different channel badges, emotes, as well as shouts and all PSS content, just like the homies, Caleb Kaiser, Arachnite, Chungi, Owen, and Tapiwa Musa. I almost lost it. I almost forgot the homies, but hmm. I remember. I remember. I remember. And they, of course all our members of the channel which you can become one as well follow us on all platforms such as discord and twitter down below in the description as well i like when a new member of the of the, the discord comes in you know yeah we have like a few people that you know say hi to the homie you know what i'm saying it's it's a it's a very inviting discord i would say you know what i'm saying like if you need a hello during the day just join the discord and someone will say hi to you yeah you know what i'm saying i like it i like it it's a good system a good system but uh arachnite we are we are in the red zone now you know what i'm saying tyler's episode is like ps5s are unboxed like ps5s are out there there's videos of them things are happening the ps5 is under two weeks away we are in the danger territory my boy i'm excited are you excited i'm very excited bro i can't wait i mean with my dual sense coming in imminently today you know you guys can expect an unboxing of that on the channel of course uh ps5 coming up very very fast we got our first look at a digital edition as well from a person i don't know which country he was in but 
he wasn't speaking English. So I just still watch his video, but I just didn't understand what he was saying. But yeah, it was great to see that. Hmm. Yeah, man, things are moving. But things are moving. Most, I do want to bring up one random topic before we go into the games that we've been playing. You know what I'm saying? Because before I would put the Uncharted movie news in the PS5 news, and like you know, it has nothing really to do with PS5. But I still kind of want to talk about it. You know, just because yeah, no. like. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the movie is done shooting. I thought it started shooting like two weeks ago. That's what I'm saying. I'm very confused. Like, I'm like, wait, what? Y'all, that was like two weeks. How is that even possible? It's a fan film. Like, how is that? I mean, even if the movie is like a little bit short, like an hour and a half still. I don't know if you could shoot an hour and a half movie in two weeks. No, no, you, no absolutely not. I, it's yeah. probably been shooting for a while. They just didn't talk about it. It has to be right, or yeah. or maybe like it's just Mark Wahlberg and Nathan together, like towards the end of the movie, and it's a very short period of time. No, it's, that's and they're both separate throughout the movie. No, absolutely not. You can't have a Nate story without Sully and vice versa. That's what the hell I'm saying. I mean, technically, you know, if you go back and play the Uncharted, it's really weird. There's a lot of time where you're playing as Nathan and Sully's just not there. Yeah. But you know, like... In the it's, world, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it, it, that was definitely a shock to me when I played through all of them uh, this year again. Um, they're, they're actually apart a lot more than you would guess. Not, like, all the time, but Uncharted 2, there's, like, a whole stretch of a few hours where you're not with Sully. Yeah. You know? Same with, un uh, same with Uncharted 3. And Uncharted 1. You know? And Uncharted 4, essentially. Like, on Uncharted Sully's 4, Sully's... Yeah. Yeah, Sully is barely in Uncharted 4. That was one of the things that I didn't like about Uncharted 4. You know? Like, I liked Sam. I wish that Sully was in the mix a little bit more as opposed to just being there in the beginning and, like, a little bit in the end. But I digress. Apparently, it's done. Also, we got images of Mark Wahlberg with his mustache, <laughs> and we got and we got Mark Wahlberg with the uh, with the green. Um, I'm gonna say the Spanish term because I feel like it looks very much like a guayabera. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah, like it, like it looks like that to me. But I know that's not what he would call it. But it looks very much like a guayabera. But yeah, I mean. I don't know how I feel about Mark Wahlberg still playing as Sully. I mean, I guess the mustache fits, but do you have any other thoughts about the Uncharted movie? Uh, oh, after, like, seven directors and years in development hell, it's finally done. And it's I could weird. not care less. Like, listen, I'll, I'll let y'all know. I'm going to talk my trash on this game. I mean, sorry, on this movie. I'm still gonna watch it. Like, oh, don't get that confused. Yeah, yeah. Please don't. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it still. You know what I'm saying? Am I like? Are we doing a live reaction stream where I'll put up a clock and we'll start the movie at the same time? I'm. I'll be open to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. But a little, a little movie night going on. I don't know. But yeah, I have no hope that that this is gonna be. Did you? <sighs> Did you ever watch uh, this? Is did you ever watch a YouTube channel called The Creatures when you were younger? No, no. 
So they did something where like every Friday or whenever, they all of them because it was like a group channel, they would mm-hmm. go to the movies and they would watch a movie. Like they would record themselves going in and then their impressions on the movie going out. Okay. So that like assuming the Uncharted movie like comes out in a time where we aren't in a global pandemic. Oh. It's like I don't know. I think that could be kind of cool. It's like, oh yeah, like here's here's some of the like you know some of the faces you've seen on the like on the channel that we're gonna go see Uncharted, and then on our way out, like as we're driving, we can talk about. It's like yeah, the movie sucked or it was good or whatever. That's crazy. Yo, I totally didn't even think that this movie could release in theaters. I just thought that it'd be. On demand, like, like yeah, I totally, yeah. That's a very good point. Um, yeah, you know, like if it's like that, then I would, I would definitely brave the storm, be as safe as possible, and go see it in theaters. You know, like mm-hmm. the minute we can see this movie, I'm gonna see it. Yeah, absolutely. However, avenue they want to point me to, I'm gonna see it. Um, but yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be down for that though. Sounds fun. I want some movie theater popcorn. I miss movie theater popcorn, like fresh okay. movie theater popcorn. I like having a big ass Coke, some Skittles. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, mm. the setup, the setup. Mm-mm-mm. But in spite of all that, Arachnet, what have you been playing? A lot of Ghost Runner, which we'll talk about a little more in depth. As let's just talk about it here. I mean, we're we're playing it. Yeah, we can both just talk about it. So say your piece. Fun as hell. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a lot of fun. The skill ceiling is something that I really appreciate because when I first started the game, I was kind of trash. Right. Like I, I didn't really know how to use the, uh, like the air dodge. Like, I don't, yeah, it's weird. It's yeah, weird. It, it was a little weird, but I, I replayed the first level a few times to see if I could finish it without dying, so I could get a, a like a firm grasp on the, on the fundamentals before we got into the extra stuff. So, I did that. I managed to finish the first level without dying, which was, you know, that was the goal. And that really helped in the later levels. An issue I've been having on PC is that sometimes the inputs for my mouse, like right-click and left-click, aren't always responsive. Hmm. Okay. So, I'll... And it's not a mouse issue, because I just got this mouse. So, it's... I would hope it's not a mouse issue. But I was, oh, you go. I was, Sorry. I was just, I was just, just gonna ask you something because, like, while I was playing it, I was thinking about, like, man, I don't know how I would play this on a keyboard and mouse. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. for a game where, you know, you have to move your Ghost Runner like super fluidly and like do all these like, you know, really quick actions. Like, I know quickness goes hand in hand with the PC and stuff like that, but like, when you have to move swiftly, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man. I don't know if I could play this on a keyboard and mouse. So, like, I really want to know how Arachnite feels about like the controls and everything. I yeah. I don't know how you played on a controller. Oh, I feel like it's been great on a controller. I, I feel like I'm having a great time. A keyboard and mouse, like I don't know how you do it on a controller. On a keyboard and mouse, it feels second nature. Mm, like, okay. because it's you know you have your air dodge on shift. Uh, you know, obviously crouch is on control. Uh, the grapples right click attack is left click and you press Q to use your uh, your abilities right so 
it's it's very very straightforward like the controls are very very simple and it feels it just feels very very nice to move around and there's something that they do in speedruns that I didn't know until I watched the speedrun I just been doing it in the in the game because it was faster but you can do uh, you can string together slide jumps and you move a lot faster mm. so it's a lot I like being able to hit control and then space seems a lot easier to then circle and and X to you know slide jump over and over so honestly I don't know how you play it on controller but I'm glad you're having a good time with it like with how fluid it is yeah yeah like um, I I'm I think this is the first game I'm, I'm trying to think I do want to play this on ps5 there's a free upgrade with it i'm gonna still finish it on ps4 but i do want to go back and play it on ps5 and see how it feels um because i think like i think i'm noticing a little bit of frame dips a little bit you know like it like i feel like it runs like a little bit not like how i'm used to like games running on the pro would feel like you know i'm not sure why i'm feeling that way you know what i'm saying but maybe it's because like i'm playing hades as well and like hades is like a at least I feel like a locked 60. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. I feel like overall, like, Hades has more of, like, a consistent and feels like a very high frame rate, which I don't know off the top of my head if Hades runs at, uh, like, full frames on the Switch. You know what I'm saying? It might be 30. It feels like a very smooth 30 or 60 on the Switch, right? Um, so maybe it's because I've been playing that next to this game, um, but I'm still loving the game. Like, I think it's there's like, I think there's a level of like when you when you get into the zone, yeah. you know, when you see what you're gonna do. Okay, cool. Like, I'm gonna use this zip line to go over here. I have to run around this like circular wall to take out this shield generator, and then keep going over here on this side. Do like a figure eight type thing, or like you know, I kill this guy. Zip line. Go around take him out do a little phase dodge because this guy's gonna shoot me while i'm killing this guy like there's like a lot of like cool moves that you can do and a lot of like really intricate planning that it's like because i did did you play mirror's edge back in the day oh yeah absolutely it's like mirror's edge but like with a katana you know yeah. it feels like, like if mirror's edge and dishonored had a cyberpunk yeah. baby i did not play dishonor but i'm i i think I can vouch for that. For me, it just feels like Mirror's Edge, but like better. <laughs> and the and the better comparison I want to make is that uh, if you played this little indie game called Katana Zero, oh yeah, year, yeah, I loved person. it. I loved Katana Zero. It was fantastic. Uh, this is essentially first person Katana Zero, even from the vibe perspective, like because Katana Zero also is like cyberpunk esque, not like fully, but it's it's got you know a like pretty close soundtrack to each other like they both have the same type of vibe you know um but yeah it's it's essentially first person katana zero and it's fire big fan of it you know yeah i definitely recommend it especially for like a 20 dollar price point yeah 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 i definitely very tried to price uh price point as well i want to see like a very skilled player play ghost runner and like see like how fast they can like do these levels so you know the world record at the moment is 57 minutes for speedruns holy shit 
57? Yeah, from start to finish. I played for like an hour and a half, like almost two hours last night, and I got maybe to like the sixth or seventh level? Yeah. Maybe? Something like that? I, six or seven, yeah, sounds right. I replayed multiple levels. I also got, um, I have 100% of all the collectibles. Mm. And after doing all that, like 100%ing the game and replaying levels to, you know, get a better time or less deaths, seven and a half hours. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. It's like to get 100% in the game, it probably would take you 10 to 15 hours. Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. But, Sounds, yeah. Some of my best time, I guess, is like three hours to finish the game, like through and through, like from okay. from my levels. But it, there's a lot of room for improvement, and honestly, like I'm debating, is like, should I like practice the speed run? Because if you watch it, like I'll send you a link later if you're interested. But it is crazy optimized. It's fast. Like if you use your dash, like. Like a like, if you use your dash and you look like up when you're about to fall off a platform, you rocket across. Whoa. Okay. Or if you use your slide, your slide jump, you can do a slide jump and then a dash, and you just shoot across platforms. A lot of the walls that you wouldn't think are runnable, like you can wall run on them and you can just rock it across because it conserves your momentum if you jump off after, like as soon as you start wall running. Yeah, I've been noticing that too, where it's like I I kind of want to give this game kudos for like, you know, because on paper this sounds kind of bad, right? But I like how this game gives you tools. It doesn't really tell you how you can fully utilize them. But just gives you the tool. It's like, hey, you know, go with the flow and f discover what you can do with this ability, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that calls for, like, a lot of really cool gameplay moments where you're like, holy shit, I didn't realize I could do that or whatever. Or I don't know. Um, I did fall through a level once where I was in between the thickness of the floor without falling all the way down. So I was under the enemies um, and I was able to kill the ones that weren't with a bubble around them uh so that was the only like major thing i noticed oh and the game crashed on me once yeah so i guess last night in the span of like two to three hours i got uh i fell through the world once and i got a game crash you know which i mean so far i don't think that's the worst thing in the world but just to disclose it as well um at least on ps4 pro that's what i was playing on but uh, overall, I mean, I'm, I'm so far, Ragnite, so far, I would say this has a very fair challenge difficulty level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where I'm not finding it, like, gruesomely hard, but it's just like, oh, shit, okay, like, I'll probably have to do, I'll probably have to take out this guy and then go over here before he sees me. Like, it's just a matter of just, like, learning where the enemies are in a given play space. And figuring out how to do that, you know, which may take you a few tries, but um, it's been really fun. I love how the game just loads up and resets really quickly as well. So, oh, it, yeah. you know, keeps you engaged and everything um, for sure. But overall, I'm I'm very positive on Ghost Runner. I think it's really great. I like yeah. It. 
I, I definitely recommend it. It's one of my favorite games of the year. Oh, yeah. The end game, like some of the end game levels and some of the boss fights aren't something that I totally vibe with. Out of three boss fights, I liked one of them. Like, are they just boring, or are they just, like, stupid? Like, um, <laughs> almost to insult a boss one, level. But. One's boring, the other one's stupid. Okay. You'll, when you get to level 8, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Alright. Alright. Yeah, oh, I guess one negative I'll put with this game is that, like, they try to give you story and they do to be fair they give you story through dialogue on your comms and everything there are times where you're having to do different maneuvers in the world like in terms of getting from point a to point b as they're giving you dialogue and when you die they just stop talking and they start talking again when you when you load back in and stuff like that but they'll like start like mid-sentence sometimes and i feel like there could have been a more better way to give me that story and not be as disruptive not as disruptive of the story when i die while you're trying to tell me it that makes sense yeah it's you know i always yeah. they whenever if they were talking and i died they would always start from the beginning of their sentence most times yeah but i noticed a few times they'll just start mid-sentence like if it's like a super long thought they yeah. would start like mid-sentence i'm like oh shit well, i mean damn like i wish you started at the top <laughs> but uh um, yeah. there there are there is something concerning a character that i will talk about like probably next week when you finish the game because I I, okay. I I assume you'll be done by next week yeah yeah it like yeah. i just wanted more of this character like i enjoyed their contribution for lack of a better phrase in the story it's just i wanted more okay it's okay. like we yeah i don't know Ghost Runner, definitely recommend it. Even even if I have some issues with late game, I I'm gonna replay it. I'm probably gonna practice the speed run. Definitely recommend. Strong recommend. Yeah, it's uh it's not full price. You know what I'm saying? Um oh my god, wait, one thing I have to mention, bro. Why is the text in all the game so fucking small? Have you noticed that? I sit right in front of my monitor. I never no. had an issue with it. Okay. I mean, same, right? I sit right in front of my monitor, um, and I'm running. I mean, I don't know if Ghost Runner runs in 4K, but I have a 4K monitor, right? right? Uh, but like, I've noticed that like certain like certain UI elements and like when the game is loading, where it says loading, it's like really small. It's like, damn, I'm I'm shocked that text is that small. You know, or like the indicator to where you have to go next is super small. Where it's like, man, like I have to like look around my UI, like, okay, where the hell is it? You know, I've been I've been getting that too. Maybe I'm getting old. I don't know, but I think objectively they are really small. I I've never had that issue on PC. Okay, okay. Maybe I'm tripping. I was looking in the options for the game, trying to see if like I could raise up it, but I could not. <laughs> Yeah. As far as I'm aware, so but Ghost Runner, I recommend it. Very, very cool game. Like it a lot. A game that I don't necessarily recommend, but still think it was cool, was Raji and Ancient Epic. Um, it is a game from a small Indian studio um, called Head uh, Nodding Head Games. It's their first game, and um, it's essentially like a 
isometric, like, hack and, not really, like, hack and slash, but, like, I guess you can say hack and slash, kind of, sort of. Like, an action hack and slash, isometric game, uh, where you play as this, um, girl named Raji, her little brother gets abducted by demons of the Hinduism religion, and with the help of other Hinduism gods, uh, you are able to harness some power of the gods as you continue on your quest to find your brother again, and it's just like a really small, you know, five, six hour game, um, that released on Switch, Xbox, and, and PlayStation 4 as well, and I believe PC too, I think PC, um, but it's a small little game from, a uh, studio's first game, and, like, I don't, it's hard to recommend, but I'm not gonna, like, shit on the game, because I don't feel like it deserves to be shit on, right? Like, I think that this game overall was, like, pretty good, you know what I'm saying? But you can tell this was, uh, you know, not the most polished product, right? Like, I had a lot of hitch-ups, I had a lot of things where, uh, enemies or myself would phase into, a part of the map where I couldn't get out, then I had to restart, um, a lot of times where there was an enemy that would spawn outside of the gameplay environment, so I had to restart because I couldn't kill him, um, so like a bunch of little stuff like that, uh, I feel like the main voice actors of EO could have been a little bit better, you know, it was very much like, here's some lines, <laughs> read them, found it in. yeah, yeah, like act sad go <laughs> you know um but like uh overall i mean while the you know game is overall small that extends as well to the combat the combat is a very small thought uh thing where um you know it, it, it's just not as intricate but what was there i i had fun with you know what i'm saying uh you get three different weapons throughout the game you know like uh a spear, a bow and arrow, as well as one of them, uh, and then you can mix those combat moves with a certain element type, whether it be fire, ice, or electricity, as well, and you can rank those up with orbs that you find throughout the world, and then all that good stuff. What I think is the most unique aspect of this game is, like, there's some really cool aerial combat where Raji could run up a, like, pillar or a wall, and do a heavy attack or a light attack as she's coming down. So there's some really cool, you know, parkour, I would say, like combat moves on the game as well, um, which I, I thought was pretty neat. But overall, you know, it was just a small little game. I don't think I would recommend it. I paid $20 for it. Uh, no, sorry. I paid $25. Um, I feel like it's not particularly that worth it at that price point, you know? But overall, like, I still think if it's on sale for, you know, 10, 15, 5 bucks, you know, and you're just bored, um, I would recommend it. Another benefit that I saw with the game is that it explores uh, the religion of Hinduism, which is not an area explored that much in games. We always see, like, you know, the uh, Greek mythos. We see Norse a lot as well, but we rarely see... Hinduism, I feel like, in gaming, so I just thought it was super cool that they went that direction and did something very, very unique. Um, of course, from that studio being in India makes a lot of sense. Um, so I applaud the game overall, but it's it's not like the most like in-depth, cool, you know, game I'd say. But I thought it was pretty neat, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Have you played Hades? Uh, 
I, I keep seeing people recommend it. It's like I should definitely try this game out. And then my something boy. and then something else will grab my attention. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say you gotta play this game, bro. I'd say you gotta play this game. Are you familiar with roguelikes? Do you like roguelikes? I am familiar with roguelikes. I don't have an extensive experience with roguelikes, however. Okay. I feel like I feel like you could rock with this game, bro. I think you would like it. Um, long story short, you play as Hades' son. I forgot his name already. Some with a K, I think, or a D. Hmm. I forgot. But you play as a son, and he's fed up with the underworld. He's like, "Fuck this shit. I want to get out." Right. So your runs that you do, that you replay eventually throughout the game, because you are gonna die, um, is that you're trying to escape the underworld, and the way Hades. And the way Hades has it set up is that the route to the regular world, I guess you could say, um, like out of hell, always keeps shifting and changing, which is one of the fundamental core aspects of a roguelike, right? So they have an in-game narrative explanation as to why you are doing multiple runs and why they're changing. I think it's super neat in that aspect. There's a lot of really cool characters. All the gods are hot as hell, my boy, Arachnite. Like, for real. Ooh. Like, they're all drawn very... I'm like, yo, I could I could rock with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's, like, a lot of, uh, of really cool um, characters and everything. And uh, a lot of cool story stuff as well. I feel like if you're a massive Greek buff, you definitely got to play this game. Um, I'm, not the, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of Greek mythology. Like, I like it. I just haven't consumed, like, a massive amount of it. Um, but... I, at least from my God of War experience, there are a few names that pop up here and there that I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember you from God of War 3 or God of War 2, whatever. Um, but uh, overall, the gameplay is top-notch, Arachnite. Like, it is so impressive, bro. It is so impressive. It feels so smooth. It's so, like, it feels like such a crafted game, you know, that, like, it's great. Um, I'm probably, like, three hours in, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm definitely still gonna play. It's my main Switch game right now, and uh, I think it's fantastic, bro. I love it. I love it. All, All right. right, I'll definitely check it out. Definitely, definitely. Um, is there anything else you've been playing? I did play a little. I did play a little Legends. I played a little Call of Duty Warzone Zombies, but nothing too much to report there. You know. Uh, I wish I could have played the Warzone mod or the mode, but is it done now? I don't know. Uh, they, I'm still banned. I sent in a ticket. Oh, I forgot. Fuck. Yeah, I got bodied. That is some. Wait, you're because it's a IP ban, huh? Yeah. Oh my god. So it's um, it's like yeah, I um haven't done anything. Sent in a ticket, no response. It's like whatever. I uh I'll, I guess I'm just gonna have to take the L. But that's unfortunate, bro. Could you get like a VPN and could they like give you like a temp? Like, would that work? Is that even possible? I'd have to rebuy a whole game or redownload like with just Warzone. I don't know. It's it's not worth the effort with uh, Cold War coming out soon. So uh, would would you be banned off there too? If I I hope not. I doubt like, it. Like, is it is it like an Activision? I because you you know how they're bridging both the games into like Warzone. Did, did did you see that stuff yesterday? Yeah, I did. I did. Which I'm like very very interesting stuff how they how they're doing that for real. Um, but dude, I I 
I hope you're not like Activision banned, bro. I'd ha- if I'd have to make like I don't have any other games on that account. Like I'd be willing to make another account, but it's just like at that point, is it even worth it? Like, I mean, off of principle, you did nothing wrong. So yeah. I mean, I could like if you're gonna stand that ground, I'll be right there with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy, but you 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 been playing anything else or just just some legends here and there? Like mm-hmm. once you get to the end game of legends where your character is like maxed out, like there really isn't much left to do. Yeah, like my item score or I think what is it, like your key level? I key, think it's called. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a hun- It's like a hundred and ten. Mm. So and- you are raid ready. Are you gonna run the raid this weekend? Uh, yeah, I'll probably run them, but okay. it gold survivals are easy. Nightmares or nightmare survivals, like without a squad, are impossible. So I can't do those. And all the story missions are still pretty easy with everything at my disposal. So it it's not really there's no point in running them because the max level I can get from like uh survival is still less than I could get or still less powerful than anything I have at the moment so there's no point right 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 I see same with story missions there's no point other than my dailies but I have so much honor and whatever like honor and blessings and all that that I don't really need to do the daily challenges so it's Mm. like I I guess I just burnt myself out on it there's nothing left for me to do yeah yeah I do wonder, like, the future of this mode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Because, like, I would like to see it, you know, get a similar support structure of, like, factions. You know what I'm saying? Or, or like, I mean, you know, factions doesn't get updated with new content anymore. But, like, I know back in the day it did. Like, pretty regularly, I think. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they handle Legends in the future. You know, going from here on out. Um, but... I love it. I love it. And I think that they know that people love it too. So I think they're they're aware that they made a good multiplayer, you know. So Yeah. It all worked out. Speaking of uh multiplayer games, moving on to the first topic here on the news section. Wanted to point out some PS plus shifts and PS plus news, right? Destruction All Stars. We talked a lot about it. Uh, it was uh, a game that was going to be like a vehicular multiplayer type of game and everything, and it has been taken off the day one offerings for PlayStation Five. It will now be a PS Plus game for two months in February of 2021, and supposedly we are getting new gameplay next week and a new trailer dropped as well with this announcement. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's uh this this game is off of the day one offering for PS5. It is now gonna be a PS plus game in February for uh two months. And I think everyone's reaction was like, Yeah, th- this is probably a good move. <laughs> like I yeah. I saw I remember you blasting it like on the main account. It's like okay, talk that talk. I mean, like, I would just guys I'm just keeping it real. Look, I don't want to disrespect the studio. You know, I know devs work hard, right? I'm not trying to trash on this game, but let's keep it 100% honest with ourselves, right? Who was really, like, hardcore looking for this game? Not me. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, people are looking at, we have Demon Souls. We have Miles Morales. We have Sackboy, even. We have Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. We have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are so many other games coming out in November that everyone was talking about and nobody was talking about. Two games, Godfall and Destruction All-Stars. Pain. Pain. And I feel like Godfall was talked about even a little bit more than Destruction All-Stars. I would, I, I would wager that. You know, honestly, if we never talked about Godfall on the show, I wouldn't have known it was coming out. Yeah, yeah, and and you're definitely not alone with that for sure. Like, like, like people are not that aware of those games. You know what I'm saying? Um, so and and those and like I, I feel like the Destruction All Stars with them, you know, going back and what I think optically, what they're trying to do is they're trying to position it to have. A uh, Rocket League type effect, you know what I'm saying, or a uh, Fall Guys type effect, you know, where those games are good, but they got to high a popularity because they were able to be played by a lot of people for free at the same time to create a buzz of people talking about that game, you know. So the same could happen for this game, but it's uh yeah, I mean now I'm definitely gonna check it out, you know, with. PS Plus, I'm definitely going to at least try it. I wasn't going to try it at $70, you know? Yeah, absolutely so. not. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Quick updates involving PS Plus. Uh, I just want to go over these really quick. For the month of November, you will get Hollow Knight Void Heart, which Christian loves that game. Shadow of War, which I know a lot of people like that game as well. And on PlayStation 5 only, this is not including the PS4 version, only on PS5, you will get bug snacks let's go everyone's talking about bug snacks it's lit it's lit it's lit so i like those how, are you yeah, no oh sorry go ahead. all i was gonna say is like the ps5 like this is this is the ps5 snack oh 110 yeah absolutely this and like sackboy i feel like are it's not combined i don't you know? feel like sackboy because Sackboy, like Little Big Planet, is a franchise that a lot of people are close to. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Sackboy is its own thing, but like Bug Snacks is is Knack. Knack is back, baby. What it is, I think, is that they are properly capturing the meme quality of Bug Snacks. Yeah, you know, like they they see that they know what they're doing with the song, which is a fire ass track. Let me not lie, you know, it's fire. Have you heard it? I have not. Bro, I'm going to link you the Bug Snack song, bro. <laughs> that goes in, dog. Like, I want to get, like, Boy Wanda on the beat, you know? Make a trap beat with it. It sounds fire. <laughs> but that you'll be getting in November. Um, a good thing to note here is that Bug Snacks will be available on PS5 with PlayStation Plus from November 12th, so when the console launches, all the way to January 4th. Ooh. So... If we couple that information, so that's about two months, with um, this this Shuxon All-Stars also being two months long, it looks like they're going to do like the PS5 games for maybe the first few months or maybe first year, two months long instead of one month long. Because, of course, not a lot of PS5 games out at launch, of course, right? Yeah. So I think maybe that's what they're doing, but just had to note that there. Um, but Hollow Knight and uh, Shadow of War will be available on November 3rd next week and will be available until November 30th 
for your enjoyment. One last thing that, that they did, which I thought was pretty cool. The PlayStation Plus collection has grown, ladies and gentlemen, has extended. It is now 20 full games. They have added Call of Duty Black Ops 3, most importantly, with the Zombies Chronicles DLC. So that is a fucking banger. A banger. Banger deal, right? They also threw in Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Perfect. Perfect addition. Let's go. To hopefully boost some sales of Crash 4 on PS5, you know what I'm saying? It's a great game. We just played that. Um, they also upgraded Final Fantasy XV's version to the Royal Edition. Before, it was just the base. Now, it's the Royal Edition you'll get with Final Fantasy XV. I'm not sure what's added there, but wanted to, wanted to lay that out there. So, the PlayStation Plus collection gets better and better. You'll love to see it. You truly, truly love to see it. Mainly, it's that Zombies Chronicles, man. Oh, absolutely. That, that one is fantastic. Um, but, moving on here. So it looks like Sony's been doing some work with some PlayStation games that will be taking advantage of the PS5's hardware, right? Without being fully, like, another version of the game, right? Just PS4 games with boost mode on PS5 look to be uh, getting some updates this week that are definitely upping the performance on them. And the performance can even be seen on PS4 as well. So the first time we heard about this was... Uh, over the weekend, Last of Us Remastered got an update, and people have been saying that it now takes 14 seconds to load a new game. Before, it was a minute and 30 seconds. Loading a save, right, takes, now it takes the same 14 seconds. Before, it was over two minutes long. So they are doing some back-end work with the way, I don't know really what they're doing, but we are seeing vastly quicker times on the PlayStation 4 with these games. Running on the hard drive. So imagine what it'll be like on the SSD. Oh yeah, that'll be You know what I'm saying? It's going to be crazy. 14 seconds is fucking fast, bro. Come on now. You can barely scroll through Twitter with that, you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, also, one thing I forgot to note here is that all of the all of the PlayStation Plus collection games will take advantage of Game Boost on PS5. They they did say that. So could we get Bloodborne 60 frames? I know a lot of people want that. That could be a thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we're gonna see higher frame rates and all that great stuff. Loading times reduced on those um, PlayStation Plus games as well. But the other game that got a huge update was Days Gone as well. 25 gigabytes. Um, They said that it added operational stability improvements, addressed crashing issues, fixed frame rate drop and lag issues, and performance and stability performance. Wait, performance and stability performance, like two separate things. Um, I think that has something to do with PS5 as well. But overall, I guess the title in a nice knot, Arachnite. You know, we are seeing these games being um, not like fully optimized, but being able to take advantage of game boost on PS5. What is one game that you really want to see you have this advantage? Definitely Bloodborne. Just Bloodborne. Yeah. yeah, Bloodborne 60 frames would be nice. Like, I I'm excited to go back and visit these games and see how well they've optimized on new hardware. But other than that, nothing nothing particular comes to mind other than Bloodborne. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see next week, um, you know, more uh, games being updated this week, you know, for PS5 and stuff like that, you know, as we get closer to, as we get ever so closer to launch, you know. I'm trying to think what, what I would want. Um, honestly, nothing comes to mind, but I like seeing higher frame rates. I'm down with that. Um, Uncharted 4 at 60 frames would be cool because the multiplayer went that runs at 60, but the story runs at 30. So I think that'd be cool to experience some Uncharted 4 set pieces in 60 frames, just off the top of my head. Um, God of War at a higher fit. Oh, they did say that. Yeah. I didn't put it on here, but God of War is getting 60 frames. I wasn't because I could have sworn that performance was already ran at 60 on PS4 Pro. But yeah, maybe yeah. it's... I thought it was 30. Like, because if the PS4 runs at 30, the PS4 Pro isn't enough of a leap True. to make it run at 60, like, stable. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was, like, an unstable, you know, above 30, maybe. But, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, if I can play... If I can play God War 4K60, it's a wrap. <laughs> It is a wrap. It is a wrap. Um, but yeah, so your favorite PlayStation 4 games may be updated to PS5. All that great stuff. Next up here, we have a Malaysian studio, of course, from Sony. And it looks like they are looking for uh, people to work there. And they're working on a very good franchise. So there was a tweet that came out, said, quote, We're looking for senior animators who can join our team in KL. I forgot where KL is. Probably in Malaysia, I think. To become the core team for SIE WWS Malaysia Studio. This is your chance to work with us to create the culture and the team for the future. Plus, it's at PlayStation. Da, da, da. Um, but when you go into the actual you know, job listings, they're looking for an in-game animator to help with its work on one of PlayStation's most, quote, well-known and well-loved franchises. Which franchise is it, my boy? Knack is back, baby. Knack 3? Oh, when, shit. When are we getting it? Oh, shit. Knack 3, Knack 3. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, well-known and well-loved. Is Infamous well-known and well-loved? <laughs> if it isn't, I'm going to throw hands. Like, I feel like people don't talk about Infamous as much as we think they do. Well... The last main release was six years ago. That is very true. That is very true. That is very, very true. You're Which, not wrong. Well, does First Light count? First Light is like a Lost Legacy kind of deal. People talk about Uncharted 1 through 4 as the main things, and Lost Legacy is kind of like a, a side piece, for hmm. lack of a better phrase. Like, I definitely count. Like, I definitely count it in the infamous like series like it's definitely like a good part of it but if we're talking mainline games we haven't had a mainline game in six years which breaks my heart yeah like, it is pretty tragic i cole mcgrath deserves better and he could have been so good you know what do you even if we never get another infamous game again and it's just infamous one and two for cole and like you know festival of blood for cole's story I'm happy with it, but I wouldn't mind seeing more. Like, I, 
these games are very very like they are fundamental to me as a PlayStation fan and as somebody that loves action games and like like moral like games with the morality system Infamous and Mass Effect were instrumental in the development of my taste in video games and in and in media and certain right. aspects so I would love to see another installment in the series if not port them over to PS5 you could leave them the same quality they were in PS3 but as long as I can play them on the new console I could not care less nah 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 fuck that Ragnar fuck that if Medieval can get a fucking remake <laughs> Infamous can get a fucking. Remake. I knew, I knew Medieval was gonna be brought up today. I fuck knew that. It. I fuck knew that. It. <laughs> fuck that, bro. I'm gonna stand on the pedestal and scream. Look, if Medieval, that bomb ass game, can get a remake, <laughs> and Infamous can't, oh hell no, bro. I, I like would swing. Ten minutes ago, or like 10, 15 minutes, like <laughs> I don't want to disrespect the devs. Like I know they're working. It's like this bomb ass game. <laughs> I'm gonna set up a pedestal I, I, and say it's like this game's fucking trash. I, I'm just playing, y'all. It's not the medieval, <laughs> but like it is like low key trash. But hey, Ooh. like I said, I gotta respect the developers absolutely. <laughs> oh man, what's interesting is that like so on this article again, you know at Push Square link below in the description. All the articles are there. Um, they have Uncharted there, right? But Uncharted is already rumored to be helmed by Sony San Diego, the devs behind MLB. So, a l so the rumor is that Sony Santa Monica, sorry, Sony San Diego are now in two teams. MLB is going multi-platform, and they're taken up by by half the studio, and the other half is working on Uncharted, allegedly. Um, so it's interesting that yeah, I mean, I guess a well-known and well-loved franchise could very well be Uncharted. Um, and that's probably like PlayStation's most loved franchise, I guess, besides God of War, you know. Um, so it's a it's good. Like I just don't know which other franchise they could be talking about, unless they're you know loosely using well loved and well known. Like it may very well be Knack, like what you said, you know. If, if it's Knack, I'll lose my fucking mind. Like, is it? <sighs> I would love if it was like a if it was like a infamous remake. I'm down with that, of course. Um, I think it could be a Killzo. I think that could be interesting. Like it's definitely known but not loved. I feel like, but infamous like just just kind of like a like a Nathan Drake collection kind of. Oh my deal. god, fucking! I'd fucking cry. Just I'd fucking cry. Just optimize it a little bit, like upscale, upscale it and fix some of the issues with it and that's a 60 dollar purchase like with infamous one two and festival of blood that's a cop that is an instant oh, easy instant easy. cop i don't care easy. if i'm about to get evicted i will buy it sorry my bad there was a podcast playing on my phone I'm sorry. oh you're good <laughs> sorry like i i will i will buy that in a heartbeat if it's 70 bucks and that's 70 dollars i'm gonna spend i love these games if you want free money Mm. I'll buy it. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of new games that Sony could do, uh, there was a envy with Jim Ryan. I know Jim Ryan's a little bit on the ropes right now. You know, I don't know if I can trust this man. 
he's been very questionable with his wording about PS5, about, oh, you know, we believe in generations, da da da, this and the third, there's games that can't possibly run on PS4 because they're not capable of doing it, da da da, and then we see these games coming to PS4. There's that whole thing, right? So, Jim Ryan to me is a little bit on the ropes, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know if I can really trust him, but uh, he did have an interview where he explained that the organization at PlayStation, of course, will continue to, quote, organically grow its studio capabilities, meaning it's going to facilitate the expansion of its best teams like Guerrilla Games and Sony Santa Monica. Then he went on to say that it also uh, may be a possibility that they will, quote, bolster our in-house capability with selective mergers and acquisitions. So it looks like Sony is uh, looking, to, looking to, I think, do what they... Like, this right here is what I think PlayStation should be doing off the base of PS4. You know, they won this generation because they were able to cultivate and make very, very powerful first-party exclusive games for the platform, right? Uh, and they are, and they made very, very smart um, acquisitions, like not connectly, you know, in the PlayStation 4 generation, but when they bought um, Sucker Punch back in 2012, that was a great purchase, right? Before PS4 came out. Um, and then they also, of course, acquired the homies at Insomniac Games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that they are saying the right things here. You know what I'm saying? They are definitely uh, looking to grow what their studios can do in-house and make them more valuable and better. I think that's a great move. As well as looking for the right acquisitions. I think it's very important. Not just anyone. I want like the, I want the right ones being made. You know what I'm saying? But... What do you think? What do you think, Arachnid? Hmm. I I definitely think they're making the right moves. Like, the games industry is getting a lot more competitive. I feel it's mm-hmm. it's always been competitive, but with acquisitions left and right, like powerhouse companies being bought out, like Bethesda on Microsoft side and Insomniac on Sony side things are getting a lot more competitive to see it's like oh you have these franchises we have these franchises and i'm not like assuming like they assuming they do something like microsoft's doing and they're like consumer friendly i think that's a win-win for everybody but i could definitely see sony's oh yeah these are exclusives you will never have these on xbox Oh, 100%. If they were to buy, like, a studio, their games are going anywhere else. Yeah, it's like... No, fuck no. No, uh, no it's, it's like, oh, yeah, we... Like, if we... If in another Earth, there is an Earth where Sony bought Bethesda. Earth 2, it's what it's called. Earth 2. And they said, fuck you. Doom is on PS... PS only. Like... I would cry because I would I'd play it on PC. I would cry. I'd be very sad unless they put it on PC then I win and that's a dub. But uh, it's like, oh yeah, the ancient gods, fuck you. PS PS only. We'll refund your season passes. I don't care. It's like that there's an earth where they do that. And that would hurt. That I feel like Microsoft is a lot more consumer friendly than Sony when it comes oh, to yeah the uh dispersal of their games 
And I know that there are some people that are saying, oh yeah, like, exclusives are the lifeblood of a console, which can be argued yes or no. I believe that your console should be able to stand on its own due to its own functionality. It's like, when people talk about canes, the restaurant chain canes, mm-hmm. it's like, the, the food is so good, but you need the sauce. Like do you, mm. if you need sauce to make your food good food, is it really good food? These are the questions. Mm. So mm. it's like, if mm. if I have food that's mediocre, but the sauce slaps and, it, and together they're good, what happens when I take away the sauce? I'm left with mediocre food. Listen, you know me. Or listen, Arachnite. I love hearing comparisons to sauce okay <laughs> i think i think that no because i think there's so much one can learn from sauce right <laughs> like here's what i feel like right i feel like number one you're absolutely right right like a playstation definitely they have been very public about it, that like they believe in exclusives you know what i'm saying um whether that's good or bad i just think just like I think it's just like a different way that they do business. You know what I'm saying? Where where they still find the value in like having an experience that you can only get on PlayStation, and that's powerful. Like that's that has sold 113 million units, which we will talk about later on with the history of the PS4. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think it's also a smart way that Microsoft is doing it, where they're just kind of flooding the market. You know, they're like, hey, we're literally on every display, hypothetically speaking. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think that's powerful as well. Um, so, I think it all just kind of boils down to, you know, like, they're just playing two different games, but there's no mistake. If PlayStation were to buy Bethesda 100%, they would say straight up that, hey, these games are not coming to any other platform. These are exclusives now. Get used to it. You know? Dang. Like, they would, they would say that. And the fact that Microsoft isn't saying that, like, straight up, I think is telling of, like, you know, they... Huh? What's up? Yeah, oh, I was going to say their practices. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just think that, I mean, like, and, like, to speak about, like, what I think they should acquire, I think they should acquire studios that they've had long-time bonds with. So the two that come to mind for me are Blue Point Games and Housemark. I think those two should have been bought a long time ago. Um, Blue Point is about to come out with uh, the Demon Souls remake. You know, Housemark is coming out with Returnal. Um, I just feel like they have such a history with those two that is very analogous to Insomniac games. From a lesser point of view, because Insomniac made one of their mascots, you know, forever. Ratchet and Clank, right? So, I think that they should be making smart acquisitions. And, like, not just like, oh, what's the biggest studio we can buy? You know? But, I digress, man. I... I'm excited to see what they end up doing with this quote. You know, I'm very interested. And I feel like we will hear about it soon. Like, before PS5 hits, you know? But I digress. Speaking of PS5, we got a ton of unboxing videos. Not much we learned. We saw the packaging. It's nothing crazy, guys. But we, but what I think was great was that now we have, like, all scaled... You know, like like people, like consumers actually having the console in their homes and seeing how it looks on setups and seeing how it looks next to other consoles like like the uh, PS2 and the Switch and all the other, like, and all the other PlayStation consoles. Like, it's been great to see 
you know, this all happened, right? Um, so not uh, not like a lot to say, but have you noticed anything like about the uh, unboxings that you didn't know before about PS5? Is there anything you want to comment on about the unboxings? I know it's not anything crazy, but I was wondering. PS5 gets bigger every time somebody shows it off. It is it is a behemoth of a console. Like those side by side comparisons with like the Switch and the PS4 and a banana. It's insane. I don't know where I'm gonna put this thing. Yeah, bro. Like, I don't even think I can stick it behind my monitor. Oh man. Wait, really? Honestly, I could believe that. Like, my my monitor is pretty backed up on my wall, and there's an arm for my second monitor. I I won't be able to fit it back there. Like, damn, it's too long to awesome. do. It's too. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's it, just I will stop it right there. It's it's too meaty. It's too big. Pause. But <laughs> it's the console is a behemoth. Microsoft made a whole fridge based on people making jokes about the Series X. I couldn't believe that. I that thought is it was fake. really funny. That's so clever. No, it's fucking clever, bro. That's that's some that's some great A marketing shit. I was totally. I thought it was a joke, but. That's Continue. really funny. When are we getting Man. the PS5 router? Oh my god, imagine. Can you imagine if they're like, hey guys, we have a limited edition <laughs> router. <laughs> like, Oh man. I, I, I'm not saying I want it. I, I, I would buy it. Who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? Um, I just thought it was really cool seeing the PS5 unbox. I'm obsessed with these videos. You know? in specific um i follow a lot of tech channels i like mk bhd unbox therapy you have consumer so i do watch unboxing tech videos a lot actually i just don't talk about it that much but it's definitely one of my regular U youtube programming that i watch a lot um so it was cool seeing the ps5 get that shine you know i can't wait to do mine by the way i did a practice unboxing with the playstation with the playstation classic as well um and you should be getting a dual sense unboxing pretty soon as soon as i get it i'm i i'm looking outside the ups man is not here yet so that's unfortunate but eventually you will get a dual sense unboxing as well um so i've been i've been trying to you know practice because i'm definitely going to be doing both unboxings of both versions of the ps5 and all that great stuff um so yeah it's cool it's out there um but also i didn't put it here on the dock but yesterday we did get our first unboxing of my specific PS5, which is which is the digital version of the PS5. And man, that console looks so good. Hmm. It looks so much better without that disk drive bump, man. I wish that they made the regular PS5 a little bit thicker and just and like I know because it's really thick as shit now. But like I wish it was thicker a little bit and just they just put the disk drive in the middle of the black of the ps5 as opposed to the side of it you know yeah i feel like that would be a little more stylish i feel like it'd look a lot better but it's okay it's all good it is what it is but it is what it is. i'm just happy that the version that i got the one with no drive looks so much better bro it looks so much more sleek i love it can't wait can't fuck away but in the meantime 
you can check out the new PlayStation app. Did you get a chance to update your uh, application, sir? I never had the PlayStation app. You never had it, you fucking fake fan. Damn. Fake fan. Fake fan. You weren't pulling up your... You you weren't pulling out your trophies at the club, you know, to show it to a lady. You know what I'm saying? You weren't doing that. Uh, I was. Have you have you seen like the <laughs> like the meme of the guy like a baseball game, like talking to a girl like his arms are around her. It's like that's yeah. you. It's like, yeah, I don't want to. I got I got the platinum and in infamous <laughs> one and two. Uh, you see these speed running trophies for the Uncharted games? Those were me. So yeah, so we did a six-hour stream of Last of Us Part Two. It was fucking. <laughs> it's like it, you want you want to you want to become a king tier, and <laughs> <laughs> any and all things PS Five, any and all things Last of Us. We got the Road Two playlist right here. <laughs> holy shit! All right, that was good. <laughs> Yo, that one got me. Holy shit! Oh man, <laughs> that's like the last thing I tell a girl. It's like, yeah, so I make PlayStation content. <laughs> like I'm a fucking nerd. You gotta, oh. you you have to sell them. It's like you know, it's like all right, yeah, I'll buy the car. Yeah. It's like awesome. Uh, it has an oil leak. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do. Like I mentioned it very very last. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you know, if it eventually escalates to them coming to the crib you know what i'm saying yeah you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh you know eventually they're gonna see my setup and i think i'm a fucking psychopath or it's like you know what I, I make content you know yeah i'm out here um but yeah uh wait how did we get there to the app who knows but it's an app <laughs> it got redesigned uh, it has a lot of features that are going to be on PS5 as well, so really cool stuff. You can get a little glimpse of like how the Explore tab works on the app, which looks very similar to the PS5 app, which we saw that in the, well, not app, but like portion of the main menu that we saw in the PS5 UI um, video. And we can see uh, now it's we can get our first look at an integrated PlayStation Store that's not running off of, off of like a website. That's fucking great. Messages are now included in this app as well. There's uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. So uh, I implore everyone to check it out because I think it's super cool. It's it's definitely a step up from the previous app. It's so much better. I love it because um, I hated the old app. I thought it was shit. Like I, I use it like a few times, but it was definitely not good. But uh, I implore you to check it out, Arachnid. You know, show off, show off your trophies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The, the ladies love Platinums. You see this 225-level gamer right here. Mm. You see mm. all these trophies? Mm. And that's how you know you're committed and you're loyal, is how many Platinums you have. Man, we have Loki's and breaking news. Um, Damn, should I say this? I'm going to say it. Fuck it. Uh, there's a leaked picture, I mean, video on Twitter of uh, Spider-Man loading... Oh, yeah. Yeah, in two seconds. Let's go. Fucking Christ. God, I uh, can't wait. Miles Morales has been getting leaked a little bit. I saw some swinging gameplay that probably Jeez. shouldn't have been out. Oh, I saw. I haven't seen a lot of gameplay that shouldn't be out. Like, And it's know? not like it's anything crazy because it's just swinging around New York. Yeah, there's nothing spoilers yet. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like we're going to get some spoilers here pretty soon. It's like, fuck, I got to, like, cover myself. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, uh. 
obviously guys we're not gonna show it here on the channel because i like this channel i don't want to get taken down by playstation you know what i'm saying so we're not gonna show anything here but we may talk about it next road to miles rails maybe 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 you know maybe just a but, discussion like a topic piece yeah 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 but we're most importantly not gonna show it because yeah, absolutely not i like this channel I don't want to get striked out. <laughs> but uh, besides that, of course, the famous PlayStation 5 website. If you guys remember that from a few weeks back, where you can buy custom side plates for your PS5, they got in a little heat with Sony. Sony did file a complaint with them, and uh, they did have to rebrand and rename their website. So now it's called Customize My Plates. So I liked PlayStation 5 a lot more. That was a very clever-ass name, but it's okay. It's cool. It's cool. It's all good. I understand. It's a little bit close to PlayStation 5. Someone could definitely accidentally type that into their Google search, you know, and not get PlayStation, you know? So yeah. I I understand. I understand. But at least they didn't take them down. At least they just told, told them just to change your name and just rebrands, but you can keep selling these. Um, so, yeah, just right there. I'm still wondering if I'm going to get the black place oh i am in a heartbeat bro they're sold out right now rob last time robbery. i checked they're sold out let me let me check right now actually yep they're all sold out it's like it's it's like that twitter thing is like people like you've been added to list people to rob for real wait i'm looking right now oh wow yeah 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 they're all sold out i was wondering like maybe the digital version is not sold out but it is it is <laughs> So, oh, well, I'm so uh, like, I'm going to wait and see how people like them. If they like it a lot, I might get it for real. But link below in the, the description, if you want to keep tabs on it, just updated. They did change their name. Now they are customizedmyplates.com. I know we have a lot of topics here, but we're, we're only three more. We're going to breeze through these really quick. And then we'll talk about the main topic I show, which, of course, the history of the PS4. But Sony did come out yesterday as of this recording and lay out a lot of really cool accessibility options with the PS5. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like uh, they have. Um, let me I want to pull up kind of here. I'm actually going to pull up a condensed tweet that I retweeted last night instead of parsing through that whole article because like there's like a lot of different stuff that they are doing in terms of uh that whole great stuff in terms of being an accessible machine to gamers that need it um so first up here they have voice dictation they have a screen reader so you know the ps5 can read back what is on the screen um if you need that there's color correction custom button assignments as well so we talked a lot about how like in japan now they're not gonna flip the x and o i guess now you could do that natively so that's a great thing that they can do as well there's closed there's closed captions disable adaptive triggers and haptic feedback which i know which i know like a lot of people were definitely worried about you can disable those uh and they also have a new department in playstation called able at playstation that is going to be focused on this aspect of gaming and really you know push for accessibility in the future of playstation hardware um and a lot more stuff that you can read down below link below in the description i think i think this is great but uh i was talking a lot let me let me hear your thoughts right night what are your thoughts on the psi being super accessible 
that's never an issue. I think that's great for those of us that are differently abled. Mm -hmm. And it allows more people to comfortably get in the world of gaming, whether they be people that have a history with console gaming or the new generation of kids, teenagers, adults that are getting into video games for the very first time. And this the, the PS5 is their first console. Because I, I believe that whenever you make a product you have to you have to have a flair of accessibility as in like this is this will be somebody's first time consuming this type of product like i know that stan lee talked about that with comic books it's like every comic book has the potential to be somebody's first issue of this hero mm. so you need to have that in mind when you talk about things and when you do things you need to make it you need to open the door for as many people as you can so that they're there are as many people that can enjoy your product as possible so i believe that this is a great step i believe that everybody should have the ability to play games and that this will open the door for a lot of people that may not have had that opportunity in the past so kudos to them i gave a lot of props to the last of us part two for that in particular oh yeah like their accessibility selection was very very impressive and like big big ups to naughty dog for all that like they did a phenomenal job with with accessibility and i feel like that's a great thing for everybody and if i can make my hud red because of it like i could in last of us part <laughs> two i will be doing it damn i bet the red hud with last of us would look fucking dope actually it's really nice i bet i bet that would look really slick actually damn damn definitely yeah, overall, I share similar things of you, pretty much 100%, honestly. I think I think this is a great move. Um, you know, it's because here's, like, another thing, too. There's still a problem of, like, some games that, you know, um, gamers that need assistance in terms of, uh, you know, how a game is formatted, sometimes, like, they have to buy the game to see if they can even play it, you know? And, like, that's obviously... A very complicated issue i don't know how you even get around that does every game come with a demo i think that'd be great um but like from a system standpoint i think this is just great you know that there's gonna be so many ways that you can interface with the ps5 um regardless of what you're able to do as a human you know so i think i think this is great all around super cool i'm with it you know keep doing this you know this is great last thing here guys last thing you're to talk about is of course we talked about a few a few weeks ago that Sony said that they would be shipping out uh, camera adapters for the PSVR camera because uh, the port is changed on the PS5, but you can still use your camera and the PSVR to play PSVR games on your PS5. And they have now put up a website where you can submit your info to be able to get a free. Um, PlayStation VR adapter for your PS5 and we got pictures of it as well down below in the description just a little dongle nothing again not really not really much to talk about I want to just put it out there that if you have a PSVR you can indeed get that adapter starting now and it's for free so there's no there's no cost at all associated with it so I don't I don't think you have VR right do you Rack Knight? I don't have PSVR I have an Oculus mm, gotcha. I just collecting gotcha. dust yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Maybe I'll get a PSVR too. 
We'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure. I just I just don't have a lot of space in my apartment. You know. Uh, if you don't have a lot of space, I don't recommend it. My room yeah. is very very small. Like, if I lay down, it's like one and a half me's to get to the mm. other to the other wall. And I have a bed and a desk and like. My bed and my desk take up more than half of my room. Yeah. So I have bashed into things before. I broke a I broke a controller because of it. I broke a monitor because of it. Damn. Because I'd be trying to play like Beat Saber or something. And or I would try and play a shooter. So I would I would like kneel down to like grab a gun on the ground and I would hit my head on my desk. Ow. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, and my room yeah. is too small for the 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 baby net or whatever it's called. Like you have to like draw a circle around you. It's like, oh this is this is my play area. If I do that every time I reach out of my like every time I reach, like extend my arms, it says, Oh, you're out of your play area. Like be careful. Mm. So Yeah, that's just not what I want. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I broke a I broke those. a monitor. And it's like ugh. I just and I was like I just got it. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, no, like, way. Like, no way, no way. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe if I like move into a house or whatever, you know, and, like I have more space, um, I would be that guy, and I would probably set up its like set up VR. its own like spot for the PSVR with cables. So I'll just move my PS5 into the into like the room where it's at, and then do VR there. I, I would be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, it is what it is. So, if you need a adapter, they are available for free. Arachnite, we've arrived. I think now we're going to get a little bit sentimental. You know, perhaps a few tears will be shed. You know, the history of the PlayStation 4. The where do we even begin? Where, where you know? Where, tell, where do we even begin? Tell me your favorite moment with your PS4. Like, my favorite moment of my PS4. Like, I, you just bought a game, or you just got the console, or I or you had friends over and you were all playing something. Just, if you can think about it, like, if you don't have something off the top of my head, I do. That I, I do, too. About. Okay, you go. You go first. I, I do, too. My favorite moment on the PS4. There's so many, but I, I think the one that stands out for me... Um, Damn, I'm like low key getting emotional right now, because uh, like this this just meant a lot to me. Um, replaying Uncharted Four on stream this year, because seeing like Nate's story from one to three and then ending on four, like it really fucking hit me, bro. Like I fucking love Uncharted, man. You know what I'm saying? And like seeing the end of Uncharted Four, right? Like I just think it was a perfect end. To Nate's story, I'm gonna spoil it a little bit. Low key, fuck it, right? It's been four um, years. You know the there's like a picture in Nate's, you know, back room, I guess like side house, if you will, um, of all of you know the treasures and stuff like that, and like all the memories that he's picked up through the games, right? Um, and in the dresser, there's a picture of. Damn it. <laughs> of uh, Nate, Elena, and Sully all the way from Uncharted 1. You know, where it all where it all started. You know? 
And, like, that shit just hit me the fuck hard, bro. <laughs> like, I love Uncharted 4 narratively so much, you know? Like, you know, Uncharted 4 has problems, pacing issues, I, I, you know, it, it, everyone says it, for sure. You know, Soli's not, not there a lot. It is what it is. But Uncharted 4, the way they ended Nate's story, I think it was one of my favorite, is probably my favorite PS4 moment I've ever had, you know? Um, and that includes the very first time as well but it was different on stream like being able to experience it with the homies like it was yeah it was it was a great thing you know but what is yours i two years ago i was having a pretty difficult time like like emotionally like i was trying to balance working school figuring things out with my own personal life and my own personal relationships like going to the gym six days a week I was exhausted like physically and mentally and I get home from class one day and I uh, I get a notif- I get an email notification it's like oh yes your collector's edition of Spider-Man PS4 is going to be delayed for by like three weeks and the game was releasing that night and I was like no that's not happening so I call my local GameStop I was like, you guys got Spider-Man, like the collector's edition? They're like, no. So I go, I call another GameStop, and I say no. And I call a GameStop that's like an hour away from me. They're like, yeah, we have one. Mm. And I was like, claim it for me. I will be there tonight. So I, I go work out right after going, like right after coming home from school. I get ready. It's like seven. I, I I bring my sister and I bring one of my friends because they wanted to come along for some reason. So we drive to GameStop and I'm waiting in line, hyped out of my mind. I finally get home, I install the game, and it's like every stress and worry just took a backseat. Like it, they weren't even present for for the the next few hours that I was playing Spider-Man like I remember like getting really hyped in the beginning like the intro swinging around New York like taking down Fisk all that good stuff in the beginning like I spent hours playing that game and I had a, I had a job interview the next morning so I was up until 4 a.m. and I had like an 8 a.m. interview. Yep. Oh man. So I got like two and a half hours of sleep, went to the job interview, killed it, didn't even care, came back home and kept playing. I played all day. Yeah, man. Spider Man was great. I, uh, I, yeah, yeah. We, we did a, we did like a let's play on that where, uh, I wasn't streaming. I would just do like live com with the face cam and then upload it separately. Um, that was really cool. I, I think we streamed like opening night though for like a little bit. But um, yeah, Spider-Man was great. God of War was great as well. I mean, we're going to talk all about those games, you know, in the game section. But like overall, like the PS4 was fucking great, bro. It was, it's been a fantastic generation. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Hmm. Mm. Mm-mm. And uh, 
I'm with you in terms of like a lot of like big life changes have happened with the PS4. You know what I'm saying? Like I graduated high school and college with the PS4. You know what I'm saying? Um, so many heartbreaks arachnate with my PS4. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, we. If nobody else got me, I know my PS4 got me. Factual. That's big facts, bro. DualShock 4 and the PS4 always got me, but the PS4 released on November 15th, 2013 in North America, November 29th, 2013 in PAL, so I believe that's everywhere but I think Asian territories, specifically maybe just Japan, um, but then Japan got the PS4 in February 22nd, 2014. This was actually pretty controversial back in the day because, um, you know, Sony, a Japanese company, um, uh, wasn't launching their console in their territory first. You know what I'm saying? Like it was going to North North America first, which um, you know wasn't that common, and it was pretty uh, wild to uh, to actually see happen. You know, because the uh, PlayStation Three was in J Japan first, so was the PS Two, so was the PS One, I believe as well. I'm double backing and making sure that's correct. Um, but like I'm, I'm like 80 percent sure that is correct. If I can, yeah, yeah. They all launched in Japan first. This was the first time that North America got the console first. So um, definitely was super interesting to see. But do you have any? Uh, like, when did you get your PS4? Uh, I got it for Christmas 2013. Mm. Mm. So, so you got it launch year. Yeah, I got it. I got it launch year. And yeah, yeah. It underwhelming for the first few years. Like it caught, it was just collecting dust for a while because there weren't a lot of games that I was particularly interested in at launch until like 2016, and then they just started coming out of nowhere. It, like you know, like a gun that shoots slowly, and the longer you hold down the trigger, the faster it fires. Yes. That was the PS4. Yeah. 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 The PS4 had a really, really good crescendo, like, building up. Like, it was it was insane. It was definitely a ramp. You're absolutely right. Um, I got my PS4 Black Friday, November 2013. So, about a week after the console came out, um, I was the last person to get a PS4 out of all the Walmarts in Phoenix. <laughs> That's what the dude told me. He like searched the uh, the other inventory and all the WalMarts in the wide Phoenix area. So about like about thirty to forty mile radius. Um, he said, "Yeah, you 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 have the last one. Everyone else sold out." I'm like, "Well, that's uh pretty cool." But yeah, uh, I got it launch year. I wasn't able to play it though until Christmas. It was a Christmas gift, so you know. Yeah. I could only look at the box for like a month and a half, you know, hate, oh, uh, no, like about a month, about a month, um, but yeah, definitely first year PS4 was, you know, it was, I mean, I was still having fun, but it was, it was definitely a lot better as the generation went on, of course, for sure, but I think it's about that time, Arachnite, let's take a look at these specs, and this is the first time we have two spec sheets, because of course, there's a PS4 Pro to talk about as well. But take me back to 2013. How were these specs in comparison to P to uh, to specs in 2013? You know, 
I like how it's it's definitely interesting just to start it out with. It's like, oh, the Xbox has 12 teraflops. The base PS4 is 1.84. Yeah. Yeah. The AMD Radeon based graphics engine, not bad. For the GPU, the CPU is a 64 AMD Jaguar with 8 cores. Not bad. With the CPU on the on the Pro, 64 AMD Jaguar, 8 cores, like 9664, and 4.2, nice, uh, teraflops on an on a Radeon, just a better version of it. Storage size, a terabyte, 500 more gigs in the base. Memory is about the same. They're both eight gigs, or did or did, yeah. did we get a increase on PS4 Pro? No, they look. They're both eight gigs from what I can see. Mm. So the Pro takes a lot more power, is what I'm seeing. Yeah, where are we at? 165 watts for the base, and then 330 for the Pro. Wow, wow! I didn't realize it took that much more watts to power that. Damn, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, no. I, I guess it's for, you know, all the updated parts because the the base PS4 had 2013 parts in mind and I don't remember when this, uh, the Pro came out. What was it, like 2016? If I remember, yeah. Oh, I didn't put it on here. I should have here. Let me let me look at that real quick, but definitely I feel like it's 2016, I feel like. So, yeah. three About three years relatively uh, in terms of upgrades. Mm-hmm. The the power usage is what you'd expect. Everything else is definitely like what we've seen before, uh, like a consistent upscale in um, mechanical fidelity. Right. So, good console. Mm-hmm. Runs like a jet mm-hmm. engine, though, so I'm glad they're working on that. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, actually, so the PS4 Pro dropped uh, November 10th, 2016. So, it was 2016 when it dropped. Um, do you have an early pro model or like a late pro model? I have the slim. I don't even have the pro. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Like all of the PS4s are, of course, really fucking loud, right? Yes. Um, but I think what's wrong with my pro, honestly, I I don't even know if it's if I have one of the ones that are really bad because I haven't looked into it. But I know the first version of the pro, uh, was super loud. Like, very, very loud. Um, and I know they updated the Pro. Not like a new SKU, but just like a updated version and a tweaked version of the Pro that runs a lot quieter on later Pros that you buy. So, like, I bet right now if you buy a Pro, you you likely will get the one that... Um, or honestly, 100% probably will get the one that is more, is more quiet than the first early Pros. Because those are loud as shit. Um... I haven't checked which one mine was, but I got my Pro in 2018, so I think probably mine is the updated Pro, but yeah, uh, PS4 Pro, uh, definitely this is the gen that we saw that mid, you know, upgrade generation uh, with the Xbox One X as well on the other side, um, but yeah, it's it's it, it's interesting. I don't know if I'll end up getting like a PS5 Pro if they do. I feel like I probably will, but just... Interesting stuff where, like, this is this, this was definitely them messing around with, you know, how would a mid generation refresh look like, you know, where games could still be 
you know, running on a base PS4, fine. But how do we make it a little bit better for the pro? You know? So. I think it was cool. Yeah, it, it was, was cool. cool. But, of course, speaking of sales, the PlayStation 4 has over 113 million consoles sold since 2013. It is the fourth best-selling console of all time behind the PS2 and is dangerously close to passing the Game Boy in sales, which the Game Boy is at 118.69 nice. million sales. <laughs> so, I think the PS4 is going to do it. I think the PS4 is going to end up chilling at the third best-selling console of all time, you know? I think I think they're gonna be able to pass Game Boy, but I don't think they'll pass anything else. You know, because I think after the Game Boy, I'm pretty sure it's I hmm, let me let me look into it really quick. But I think it's I know the PS2 is number one, but I forget if it's the Wii or the DS that's at the second position. Um, it's probably the Wii. It's what? It's probably the Wii. Yeah, right. Because I know. Uh, another weed so crazy. Let me see. Okay, here we go. Oh, I think I have a wrong stat sheet. Because it's putting the Wii below. The Wii is only at 101 million. That's not true. Is that true? Is that true? Hmm. <laughs> Let me see. Um, interesting. I don't think that's right, though. Oh, shit. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. Okay, so from two sources, I have PS2 up top, DS at second, Game Boy at third, and then PS4 at fourth. So I think the PS4 can pass the Game Boy because that's only at 118, so they're super close to each other. But the DS is at 150. And then the PS2 is at 157. So I don't think that the the PS4 is going to be able to pass 150. But I think it could end up in the third spot and just end there, for sure. Um, but of course, the PS4 has sold insanely well. It's been it's been very 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 successful for Sony, um, for sure. So that's definitely uh, easy easy to tell by the numbers here. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like in the same vein that a lot of people had three, the Xbox 360 last gen. Seems like everyone had a PS4 this gen, you know. But let's look at the top 10 selling PS4 games because this is where things get a little bit interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's a no one's surprise. We all know what's number one. Of course. Grand Theft Auto V at a strong 20 million. And this is on the PS4. This isn't the PS3 version. Grand Theft Auto V is a powerhouse. Like, that game it, is immortalized forever. I don't understand how they still find people to just buy it. And, like, I think you said this before, but I know it's, like, because sometimes it's cheaper to buy the game again to get shark cards off of it than buy shark cards themselves for online. Yeah. I think that's why. I think there was, like, a way, like, they were, they were doing that to get really high sales, but... Yeah, it's fucking crazy how much GTA Five sells. Yeah, it's no. crazy. Even with people just buying shark cards, that game is raking in cash. Yeah, like even yeah. to this day, it's been seven years. Very, very successful. Very successful game. Absolutely. Uncharted Four at sixteen million. It deserves to be there. Absolutely. Red Dead Two at fourteen million. 
Marvel's Spider-Man at 13.2 million. You love to see it. God of War, uh, God of War 2018 is at 12 million. The Witcher 3 is at 10.8. Horizon Zero Dawn is at 10. Last of Us Remastered, again, surprise, because it's a, like a port remaster kind of deal, at 10 million. Gran Turismo Sport. This is the first year that Gran Turismo hasn't like dominated the top ten. Yeah. At, at eight million, and Inf Infamous Second Son at six million. That one, that one shocked me. That six one shocked me. Seems a little low, but it is in the top ten. So. I didn't realize that it would be the top ten. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I know like Second Son. You know, a lot of people don't love Second Son. <laughs> You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, even the horrors of hardcore Infamous fans definitely know that. And, you know, it's like a ton's eye. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's it's, it's you, eye. You couldn't know it was mid unless you bought the game and played the game like we did. Yeah, yeah. So we contributed to, to those sales. Like, I have no regrets. I'm glad I played it. But after playing the game once on Hero, once on Infamous... I was done. I uninstalled it, and I was done. I haven't gone back to that game since. Would you say it's Midfamous, Second Son? What are your memories of the PS4? <laughs> no? Okay. No? I'm not even going to indulge you. I, I wanted to kind of, you know, before we move on to memories, right? Be, before I say my eulogy, my, I say goodbye. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII Remake is at 11. It's almost fucking there. I want to see it pass over to the top 10. Wait, is really that 11 do. million? Yes, it has 5 million sold. Oh, okay. Final Fantasy VII Remake is right there. We have Monster Hunter World. Last of Us Part 2 is at number 13. The Draw Become Human, 14. What else is really notable? Ghost of Tsushima is at number 18. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Everything else is, you know, just Kingdom Hearts 3, Black Ops 3, Metal Gear Solid 5. Bloodborne's at 21. Knack is at 21 as well. <laughs> Shout out to Knack. Persona 5 is at 14. So they've, I mean, it's it's definitely reflective of like the top 30 games of PS4 definitely paint a really good picture of like what was huge during this generation. You know, like it, it definitely matches, I feel, the overall talk, especially the top 10 having. Uh, you know, Horizon, God of War, Spider-Man, and the Trident 4. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it, it definitely covers the story of PS4, I feel like, very, very well. You know? Witcher 3 as well, even. You know? Yeah. But some great memories with the P... I think, you know, this is where perhaps we'll shed some tears around night. You know what I'm saying? Um, I fucking love the PlayStation 4. Okay. All right? I fucking love this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna be a day. 13 days from now when I got to, you know, unplug this homie, you know, and put him in his final resting place. I'm not sure where I'm going to put him yet. You know, I'm not sure. But the PS5 is taking that top of the desk spot. You know what I'm saying? I have the PS3 on the second shelf over here on my desk as well because I'll be starting some stream series with the PS3. Keep it locked on the channel for that. Um, but I'm thinking maybe uh, like I'm thinking maybe I put my PS4 over in the family room. You know what I'm saying? I still want to play Bioshock 1, 2, and 3, which I have physically on my PS4, so I can't play it on PS5, you know? But, yeah, the PS4 was incredible, you know? Absolutely. 
like man it's 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 like surreal that a new gen is starting in 13 days you know and the ps4 will be looked at the previous gen you know like it's been seven years i've grown with this console you know as as like a human <laughs> like especially like where i was seven years ago i was a sophomore in high school you know now I, i'm a college grad and that dream of like me wanting to you know podcast and like um you know just talk about video games online um is now a part of my income it's a part of my routine and it all started with the ps4 you know like it's it's i i i love this console to death you know what i'm saying like it's while i have a very very soft spot for the ps3 i fucking love the ps3 love the ps2 don't have a big attachment for the ps1 i love the psp as well the vita shout out to the vita as well but i think overall i think pound for pound the ps4 has to be my favorite console i've ever used you know what i'm saying i i give the edge the ps3 but it is a close second for the ps4 yeah, yeah, I yeah, I totally understand if PS3 is over PS4. I totally get it. it. Like, it makes a lot of sense. Like, you know. Because the PS4, like, around the time when the game started getting good is when I built my first PC. Mm. So, I built my very, like, I had saved from when I was, like, 13 years old to 16, almost 17 years old. All the money that I could get. I'd saved like $1,200 and my dad spotted me for 400 extra. So I managed to get like a pretty decent computer at the time. So I finally built my first PC. I was ready. I was excited. And then games started getting good on the PS4, but it was like a side thing. All my time went to the PC and that's pretty much how it's gone since that point. Like if there's a game that's exclusive on the PS4, I'll definitely play it if I'm interested in it. But if it's on PC, PS4, and Xbox, I'm, I'll buy it on PC. So that's why the PS4 doesn't have that much of an impact on me. Because a lot of my favorite games that I've ever played, I experienced on the computer. Like I, right. Witcher right. 3, I played on the computer. Doom and Doom Eternal were on PC. Uh, like we were talking about Ghost Runner earlier was on PC. If Ghost of Tsushima was on PC, I would have bought it there. Like... If, if 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 there was an option on the PC, I would have chosen it. Same thing with like the games coming up, like Demon Souls and all that. Like I would have chosen the PC over the PS4. But my experiences with this console have been great. Like the times that I've had, like like I talked about earlier, like Spider Man, my first run through with God of War, Uncharted. I remember finishing Uncharted four at like six in the morning. Like I started playing at like eight p.m. And I just burst through the story. Like I was, I was playing for hours, and I finished the game at six a.m. And I went on the wiki, and I just started reading about the characters and all that, and who, Nate and Elena and Sully and Chloe and Cassandra, and like reading about all that because it's like a franchise that I've loved since I was younger was over. Yeah, like at least Nathan Drake, a, a protagonist that I had become attached to, so that was over, and I mourned for lack of a better word. Like I was like, you know, 
bittersweet goodbye? No, I mean, to even double down on what, on what you are spinning, bro. Like, for real, y'all can go look at my Uncharted 4, the, the, the last episode of that stream series. I fucking cried, like, for real. Like, for real, like, I, I for real had a moment. You know what I'm saying? Um, Uncharted 4 was, I, definitely my favorite moment in all PS4, you know? Yeah. Uncharted 4 was fantastic. Yeah, Uncharted helped me through some tough times back in the day. Oh, yeah. So, I, like, the PS4 has definitely been a good part of my experience I, I was in eighth grade, 13 years old, getting the PS4 for the like for the first time, getting my hands on it, playing Killzone and Little Big Planet and stuff like that. And I went from an eighth grader, like an immature 13 year old, to you know 14, 15, 16, all the way to where I am today. And I think about the person that I was when I first got it, the person that I was a few years ago, and the person that I want to be and it's definitely interesting to see this console like be a part of my journey as a person like I know it's a material thing but games are art like I've seen the discussion and the argumentation that games video games are not a form of media like they're not a medium to convey art and I disagree with those fundamentally like I have learned and experienced like stories and pieces from characters and characterization in these games that we've talked about and we've gushed over for the last 12 weeks and I've become a better person because of these stories I've learned from the experiences of characters and I've learned and I've adapted those same principles into my own life so seeing that progression in myself and in the quality of technology it is a it is a beautifully wrapped present of progress and if you look at it on a purely artistic standpoint because games and game writing has gotten exponentially better over the last seven years on a technological aspect because technology has developed exponentially since the ps4 released and if you look at it and and an own like your own introspection, you can see development and growth over the course of time. So it's nostalgic and it is a good reminder of where you were and where you can't be. So I'm I have a lot of good memories with this console. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 gonna like as we get closer to the PS five, it's it's getting really hard to like come to terms. I mean, it's not like I'm fucking dying. Like you know, like it's not like, like the PS4 is getting like it's not like someone's gonna come in with a bat and just fucking milli rock my oh, PS4. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not losing anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, it is, it is, it is gonna be like a change. Like we're it, it, it's a new gen. Like it's, it's exciting. But um, I am gonna miss the PS4 a lot, you know. Like I loved, I I love the PS4, man. Like for real, it's it was a great system, it was a great console. I think we're all gonna look back on this, look back on the PS4 as 
one of, if not the best PlayStation console ever, ever released, pound for pound in terms of games and everything. Like, the PS4 was, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm super biased because I'm, I'm young, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I feel like the PlayStation 4 was the first console I really paid attention to in terms of like an industry standpoint, you know what I'm saying? And like saw firsthand and lived throughout, you know, my, my first really true full console cycle, you know what I'm saying? Like really paying, paying attention to PlayStation as a company, you know, and like seeing them, you know, cultivate and grow the PS4. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe because it's the first time why I love the PS4 so much, but I don't know, man. Yeah, it's 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 a console I'm for sure never going to forget. You know, I've had some, like, of, like who could forget playing God of War? You know, who could forget playing Spider-Man? You know what I'm saying? Horizon Zero Dawn, Uncharted 4, including the Uncharted uh, remastered by Bluepoint. You know what I'm saying? Last of Us remastered as well. We haven't even talked about this year. We've gone Final Fantasy VII Remake, The Last of Us Part Two, and Ghost of Tsushima. Like, are you joking? You know? Hmm. Like, like, I feel like if you bought a PS4 this gen, you were spoiled, man. Like, we got so many great experiences Agreed. from the PS4. Like, it was phenomenal. You know? And for, for those that love it, I know you love it. Bloodborne as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bloodborne, a huge, huge game. Medieval, you love to see it. <laughs> Mac. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Medieval, you know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, And, of course, like, just speaking of, you know, PS4, not specifically tied to PS4, but, like, this generation, I feel like, was so insane and so shifting in, in terms of games. Um, you know, the rise of, I feel like, going off of uh, Telltale, the the rise of, you know, narrative-driven games, the adventure genre, I feel like, really found new footing with games like The Troy Become Human, everything that Telltale did from The Walking Dead to Batman and Life is Strange, which I love so much, you know what I'm saying? Like, seeing that genre flourish, seeing a full genre become its own genre with Battle Royale, we've seen the rise of that, good initiatives, I feel like, for the gaming space as a whole with crossplay, I think is great to see where we can all play together in terms of multi-plat games. Um, you know, Battle Pass, I think, is a good thing for, like, the the most fair and best way to do free-to-play models, you know. We have had some bad. With loot boxes, of course, this generation was running rampant that we saw a lot of and, um, you know, pay to win in some cases and different stuff like that that we, we, we had to deal with. Um, but overall, like... I. I think this has been a very influential generation, you know. Of course, not solely because of the PS4, but PS4, I think, played a huge part in that. You know? Yeah. But you know it's a weird thought that I that I had when we were talking about all this? What's up? So, you were a sophomore in high school. I was in eighth grade. Now, cool. you are graduated from college. I'm 20 years old. Yes. Think about where we'll be when the PS6 comes. Out. I don't. I don't even want to talk about that because I would have dead ass be in my thirties, maybe. Yeah, you'll or, be. You'll be in your late twenties. Like late technically, 20s. if it's gonna be seven years from now, I'll be twenty nine, which is like I want to vomit. 
<laughs> that's fucking old. I mean, it's not, but like, damn, that's crazy. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I started making content. I think back in 2015, I think, or 2016. I know my first ever video that I ever did is still up. Uh, it's on my personal channel, YouTube.com/tkd123. Um, I did a <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront video on the pros and cons of Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> oh man, good times, good, good times. Time. I remember that night vividly. Actually, making that video for the first time. Yeah, hmm. that's growth. Good times. Yeah, me and uh, Tyrell Deathly, of course, co-host of uh, of Road to Miles Morales. We had a <laughs> <laughs> like a short podcast series called Scramble Saturdays. It would go up on Saturdays. <laughs> and it was called Scramble because, uh, you know, we would just talk about whatever. <laughs> you know, like the new MCU movie coming out, a new game that came out. You know what I'm saying? Like we would just talk about whatever and anything was on the table. Um, and um, the thumbnails had. Arachnite. The thumbnails had fucking scrambled eggs on them. <laughs> That's content. That's what you like to see. That's content, baby. Hey, that was some fucking content for y'all back in 2016. You know what I'm saying? That was some fucking content. Oh, man. Or maybe 2015. I, I honestly forgot. I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's been cool growing as a gamer as well as growing as a content creator and growing as a human with the PS4, you know, like, and I hope this doesn't sound like super like cheesy or whatever, but like, I think we're coming from a genuine place. Like for real, like gaming is a huge part of our lives and I can't speak for you, but especially for me as well, like gaming is a huge part. Like my two biggest loves in life, you know, from like a media standpoint are by far and away number one games and number two, it's music. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you like, yeah, I love watching, you know, TV shows. You know what I'm saying? Like, last night, we, we just got Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1, which, oh my fucking God, Arachnid, did you watch that yet? Not yet. Not yet? No. Jesus fucking... Bro, we have to talk about... Oh my God. You, yeah, you need to not look at Twitter. I don't want you getting spoiled. But you yep. you need to watch that as soon as possible. I will watch um, it as soon as possible. Absolutely. Like, while I love shows, you know what I'm saying... Um, there's nothing to me like a great video game. Agreed. Nothing. You know, there's absolutely nothing pales. It, it is it is what I think the most potential to influence, potential to move you as a human, and the best form of media by far for me is video games. 110%. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, the experience that we had with like Final Fantasy, like Final fantasy 7 remake and last was part two right i think it's very unlikely and next to impossible to have the same experience in a condensed two or three hour movie you know oh no like there are just some things that need an extended length to really convey yeah its impact yeah like they're like FF seven R couldn't be a three hour movie. Like no maybe way. maybe like a part one, part two, and even then that's not enough. It's like there are just some things that you can't do justice in film. 
and that's where the that's where you know the video games come in or you know books and novelizations and stuff like that where you get a more in-depth look like I like TV shows I like film I'm not a film buff and I'm not huge on TV shows I enjoy them but I'm not somebody who's passionate about it I don't watch a lot of TV but Daredevil is a sh- is a show you couldn't put into a movie. You couldn't make three movies about Daredevil, like season one, two, and three, and do it justice. No way. No. So there are just some things that you can't do like that, and that's okay. Yeah, like I think you know a like Netflix series or like a, or like a uh, Disney Plus series, or like a show. I think gets close. I think that's the closest thing that you can do to a game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 definitely close. You know what I'm saying? Like definitely a lot better than a movie. Um, which is why I would rather see like an Uncharted series than a Uncharted movie, for example. You know what I'm saying? But I think even if you look at a series, I think overall, like the act of you doing it, you know, and you playing a game, having that gameplay element is so important that you can't get from a series or or something that you just watch passively. You know what I'm saying? Like actively being in the story actively being a part of the experience is i think what makes video games the best form of media ever um and i think the ps4 had so many examples of those high tier quality of games that are the reason why i play games you know and i think Absolutely. like where i would put my thesis on it of like why the ps4 was it is my favorite console you know what i'm saying like even last of us remastered horizon zero dawn god of war spider-man uncharted 4 you know what i'm saying like like so many heavy the tropic of human which i love from a narrative uh from a you know story perspective um there was final fantasy 7 remake like ghost of tsushima last of parts like we can go on and on but there were just so many games that gave me the ah like this is why i play video games even red dead 2 you know what i'm saying like so many examples of like this is why i play video games you know this is why this is in my eyes the best form of media that you could ever have so and that's fine i i just think the ps4 had so many examples of that you know so we it was a good time definitely definitely it was yeah yeah it was a it was a great time like and i'm very i'm like i feel already nostalgic about the ps4 without even having the ps5 yet you know what i'm saying like i already feel a sense of like like i know when i look back when i'm older and someone asks me hey how do you feel about the ps4 i'm like oh man ps fucking 4 was goddamn fantastic you know what i'm saying it was such a great time um and i think like another thing too that i think helped bolster this generation as a whole like not even because i'm pretty sure the xbox one has like a share button type thing i think right do they have like a capture button something like that i don't know uh last time i used my xbox one was years ago yeah i'm going to assume yes but i don't know right but the playstation 4 share button i feel like was another way of like you know just bolstering like gaming to the two you know mainstream media you know like being able to put up screenshots on twitter very easily and being able to share clips really easily you know what i'm saying and like posting them on twitter right now. being able to stream directly from the ps4 like those are things that not many people use but the people that use them they that's their only facet to share their games with the community and like i just think 
the overall community, I think, grew a little bit closer with us being able to easily share our experiences, even the rise of live streaming, which was huge in this generation. You yeah, know what I'm absolutely. saying? Like, I think that was like another reason why, you know, this generation as a whole, and of course, PS4 being a part of that, like, was so influential overall. You know, I loved it, man. PS4 was fucking great, but I guess uh, you know, gonna have to say goodbye to little homie. Do you have any last thoughts on the PlayStation 4? So long, Space Cowboy. Damn. I'm going to miss you, bud. I know you're not going anywhere. Like, I'm still keeping you, but <laughs> I'm going to miss you, bud. I'm going to miss turning on that PS4. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Oh, so long, King. I still got you for 13 days, okay? We got to finish uh, Ghost Runner, you know? Maybe play a little Legends, but... Yeah, this is its swan song. Yeah, it's, it's it's you know... And it, technically, it's not even really ending, per se, because they've said that they're going to support the console for another two years in terms of games. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I mean, you know, the PS4 will s- s- still be popping here and there, you know, but it's definitely traditionally the end of the PS4's generation, yes. Yeah. But, oh well... <sighs> Love you, bud. Love you, PS4. You fucking, you fucking sexy Jet fuck. Engine. You know, especially the pro with your triple, triple stacks. Oh man, oh man. Arachnite, where can the people find you? I'm on the PlayStation Source Discord, of the same name, where we talk about any and all things PlayStation games. Just usually whatever we want. Somebody will ta- start a topic, and then everybody kind of hops in and talks about it, like. If you just want a hello, feel free to hop in. Some of us will say hello. We can talk about some games if you want. All good. Friendly community. I definitely recommend it. I'm not usually a fan of, like, big discords, but PlayStation Source Discord is something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like, generally, I feel like it's a really good discord. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I feel like it's rare we have problems in there or whatever. You know? Yeah, no, I don't think we ever really have issues. Yeah. Yeah. There, like, have been, but it's been super fucking rare. Yeah. I am on Twitter at Orlando_Scormacias, which will be in the description below. If you want to see me talk about video games, comic books, and other nerd stuff, but other than that, that's it for me. Mm, mm, mm. Love to see it, and of course, you just tuned in to Road to PS5 episode 12, the weekly podcast about any and all things PS5 as we had those a release of the PlayStation 5. You can catch the show here on you can catch the show here on youtube.com slash PlayStation Source as well as your favorite podcast service every Sunday by hitting the anchor link down below to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast service or by just searching PlayStation Source podcast feed in those services. To support the show, you can, of course, like and subscribe, as well as become a member of the channel by hitting the notification bell to uh, get notified of any future episodes and any uploads or streams, as well as hitting that join button to become a member of the channel or the link in the description. You you can be a prince tier for $1, a king tier for $5, get access to different channel badges, emotes, as well as shouts and all PSS content, just like the homies, Arachnite, Tepiwamuza, Chungi, Owen. Oh shit. Oh shit. Who did I forget? 
Oh man, Kev, you almost nailed it. You almost nailed it. You 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 fucking crashed and burned, my boy. Who did I miss? Caleb Kaiser, motherfucker. Caleb Kaiser, my boy. What's good? Shout out to all the members of the channel. And you can, of course, follow us on other platforms such as Discord and Twitter down below in the description as well. PS4, I love you so much, man. Thanks for all the memories, bro. It's been great. And uh, thank you all for watching. And as always, greatness, greatness awaits. awaits. Wait, I didn't hear Arachnid. Hello? I said it. I said greatness awaits right with you. Oh shit! I'm really original. Discord is cool. Oh, no, you're right. good. I think it next week, guys, we're doing bets episodes. It's, it's gonna be exciting. 